This is a closer look with Arthur Levitt. Arthur Levitt is a former chairman of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, a Bloomberg LP board member, a senior advisor to the Promontory Financial Group, and a policy advisor to Goldman Sachs. This is a closer look at Robert Revkin. After spending two years at McKinsey and two at Lazard, he became a White House fellow where he spent a year working with Treasury Secretary John Snow. He then returned to banking, spending five years as a vice president at Goldman Sachs and as then-president Gary Cohn's chief of staff. But in 2012, he co-founded real estate tech disruptor Compass with partner and technology expert Ori Alon. Starting from a single downtown Manhattan office, Compass has raised $1.2 billion from investors including SoftBank and is now valued at $4.4 billion. He joins me now for a closer look. Robert, you had solid career at Goldman Sachs, something many dream of when you change course to start a real estate technology company. Tell us the story of how this started and how you met your partner on Allen and what he brings to Compass. Yeah, absolutely. I um, look, My background is actually grounded in real estate. My mom's been an agent uh, my entire life. The first half uh, as a life insurance agent, actually, and then the second half as a real estate agent. Um, and so I had seen her to move from firm to firm to firm, uh, hoping that she would get the support and tools to realize her dreams as an agent and, and, and really as an entrepreneur running a small business. And she never got that. And so that's kind of where I saw the, the opportunity to, to build a company that can improve the, the quality of life and the potential, career potential of agents uh, you know, in the country. And when I was at Goldman Sachs, uh, I saw how there were thousands of people on the technology team, they were building tools for bankers and traders. I just thought, if we can we can create a company that can take those kinds of resources and build, not for bankers and traders, but build for real estate agents, um, you know, what that could do for people like my mom. And Ori alone had sold one company to Google, another company to Twitter. Uh, and uh, I met him when I was working in the White House. Uh, and we just became friends over the years. And that's the person that I reached out to to start the company. When you surveyed agents, what were the main concerns that was holding them back from better efficiency? Yeah, so the average agent in the country logs into 11 companies to do their job every day. So there are over 500 software providers that are selling to agents, different parts of the, the, the real estate experience from valuation tools to scheduling open houses to um, taking open house sign-ons, um, search, CRMs, and the list goes on and on, marketing materials, digital newsletters, personal websites. There's so much part, there's so much of the actual workflow of an agent. And you know, the main problem that, uh, that I heard over the years when surveying agents is how can we take all this friction and fragmentation and create simplicity and harmony, bring everything into one end-to-end -end platform. You said that what really 
differentiated you from most other real estate companies was the diverse experiences of your colleagues. Is this why you think your initial fundraising was so successful in providing something that investors really like? Yeah, so from an investor perspective, uh, real estate is the largest segment of the global economy. The value of real estate in the world is $217 trillion. That's four times the size of every public company combined. Um, it, it literally, real estate defines uh, our uh, our it's like the economics of our physical space, and it defines uh, where we work and live. And so it's it's the largest legacy business that has not been improved by software. So I think investors um, had a sense that you know, there's, there are very few industries left that haven't really been improved, uh, healthcare being one, real estate being another, which is a larger one. And uh, I think they were also inspired by um, that we were building for agents, seeing them as the customer, where uh, all the other major uh, software companies in real estate uh, were really viewing agents as the, as the key stakeholder in the business. Could you give us some examples of a problem that your technology solve for agents? I would say a problem uh, that it solves is, let's do marketing for one. Agents are likely the largest group of marketers in the country. They're sending digital newsletters, postcards, mailers, um, uh, social media every single day, marketing themselves as, hey, I'm a great agent, work with me, and marketing their properties on behalf of their sellers to sell the properties. Um, we created something called Marketing Center, which is a tool that allows them to have the power of a professional designer using Photoshop, but in the palm of their hand. So instead of having to hire uh, designers to do that work for them, uh, they're able to do it. They're empowered to do it themselves uh, through through our same end-to-end platform, which connects to all of the listings and connects to their CRM as well. Is the way that Compass deals with agents and commissions significantly different from other brokerage firms? Our approach to to commission splits is we we go into a market and we take the same schedule as one of the largest two players, and then we give a small incentive uh, to the earliest people that come on. Now, you just acquired a company called Contactually, an A1-based CRM platform. What is this, and how does it add value to Compass? Contactually was the most popular uh, real estate CRM in the country. And the goal of a CRM is it helps uh, an entrepreneur wake up in the morning and know who to call. Um, and uh, and so uh, we it's, it kind of think about it as the heart of, uh, of an agent's business because all of their contacts are there, um, their buyers and their sellers. And it tells them based off of the information that's happening uh, whether it could be their birthday, whether it could be their anniversary of buying their home, whether it could be that they're um, you know, searching the site uh, to reach out to their clients uh, with a certain type of communication that helps build the relationship and help their client needs. We've asked about what Compass offers agents, but why should a home buyer choose Compass? Look, a home buyer should choose Compass because we have the best agents. Uh, and so what I mean by that is um, we give more 
service, support, technology, marketing to agents, which allows the best agents to come to Compass. And really, the, when you're working, when when you're working with an agent, they're doing the majority of the work. They're the small business owner. We're just um, an infrastructure of support, a platform to allow them to have more time um, to better serve their clients. So th- think about it. Uh, a different way is to say the same thing is. 89% of uh, the average agent's time is spent on non-core administrative and arts and crafts tasks. Um, at Compass, we give them more of that time back uh, with our support and tools so they can better serve their clients. And how does the agent compensate you? So uh, they compensate us the, uh, the same as um, they do in in each of the major markets. And so it's basically a commission split where a percentage of that goes to the company and a percentage, a percentage of that goes to the agent. Would you say that Compass has become a traditional real estate brokerage, but with cutting edge tech and uh, has that evolved in a different way than you originally imagined? Yeah. Yeah. When we first started, we were, uh, we were a small little company in New York city focused more on rental agents. Um, and so, yeah, we, we've definitely grown much further than I ever expected. You know, we started this company working out of um, uh, the, the Chelsea Piers um, facility where um, it was actually the New York uh, Law and Order uh, police station set. And so yeah, we've definitely, now we have over 200 offices in the country where um, – we're in the top 20 major markets in the country. We have over 10,000 agents in the country, and we're number you know, one or two in the majority of the markets we're in. And so the, you know, it's definitely we're well beyond whatever I, I thought was possible. Um, and it's really a reflection that when you, have, when you bring great people around you that have big dreams and a lot of passion, they're going to build a future uh, above and beyond what, you know, what any one person would expect. How do you keep the top agents? Won't there always be a, a new toy someplace else for them to pursue? Yeah, unfortunately, the real estate brokerage model is in a kind of, let's say, a, a Netflix versus Blockbuster moment. Um, the brokerage firms haven't improved in any meaningful way for many years. If you ask the average agent, what do you have today from your brokerage firm that you didn't have a year ago? Um, they usually almost always say nothing. It's the same thing year after year after year. Think about cable. Um, and so uh, broker firms aren't, aren't, aren't building technology. They're, if they're doing anything, they're paying a third-party provider to integrate different components of other people's technology. Um, and so yeah, we, we aren't seeing our agents uh, leave Compass in any meaningful way to go to to other companies. Last, last year, uh, only 1% of agents left Compass. And so a 1% churn, uh, we feel pretty good about. You've added technology to the most basic marketing tool before sales sign. Uh, how does that work? And so we have a, a, a real estate sign um, that is um, that lights up at night and the way that we thought about it is real estate signs have not been improved or innovated upon in over 40 years. It's been the exact same thing. And again, a reflection that the brokerage firm um, has been okay with okay. But, you know, good is good enough. And so, you know, we took an approach that if we we're going to redesign a sign, if a company like Apple were going to create a sign, what would it look like? And so we have, you know, very different materials, 
metal, different shapes. It glows at night. When you uh, it connects to the iPhone, it downloads and captures data like uh, how many people are walking by, how many iPhones connected to it, when an iPhone connects to it to get proprietary information around the listing. And so, we're, we're, again, with every part of what real estate is, we want to get better and better every year. If a real estate broker decides to change the way he operates or she operates, uh, would he see anything different in coming to Compass in terms of his compensation for selling uh, a home? Yeah, so if a, if a real estate broker comes to Compass, they, have the, they charge the same commission to their client that they would at uh, another company. So there's no difference in terms of compensation, but apparently there's a big difference in terms of services to that real estate agent. Exactly. So an agent at Compass, when they go to a seller, they're able to offer things like Compass Concierge, which uh, offers staging, uh, landscaping, uh, roofing, flooring, cosmetic repair uh, services to the sellers. Is Compass involved in commercial real estate as well as residential? Yeah, we're, yes, we're in commercial as well. We focus more on residential, but we're also in commercial. Are other large companies such as Corcoran doing anything to compete against Compass? Yeah, there are a lot of good brokerages out there um, that are all you know working hard to to help their agents you know have the best quality of life and support. But I I do believe that our ability to raise over a billion dollars and to hire people from inside and outside of real estate at some of the best companies. Um, in the country from places like Apple, Pixar, Comcast, L'Oreal, the MoMA, Google. I think it'll, it has allowed us to give a level of service to our agents and their customers that other companies aren't able to provide. How did you go about raising over a billion dollars? In each round, it was fairly straightforward. None of the rounds took more than a few months. Uh, I believe you know our results of being able to grow at triple-digit growth off triple-digit revenue, so $100 million-plus revenue with 100%-plus growth. That's, you know, there are probably less than 20 companies in the country that have grown at that rate. Um, and so I think, I think there, there are a lot of investors that want to grow, that want to invest in companies that can build the future of their industry, build a platform for an industry as large as real estate. And so um, it's been... It's been pretty straightforward to, to raise the money we've raised over the years. Did you have an investment banker do the raise, or did you do it on your own? We've done all the raises on our own. Based on your experience in scaling your business, what advice would you give other entrepreneurs who are deciding when to scale their business? Yeah, look, I would wait to scale your business until you have product market fit, or else you don't know if you're scaling the right business. Um, and a, a, a tell sign is... Does the customer does the customer love what you have? Um, and until a customer really loves what you have, I wouldn't scale it. And I don't think it's good enough for a customer to like what you have um, because that's not meaningful enough in today's world. And really, they really need to love what, what you what you do. You think about Instagram; people love it so much they're looking at it all the time. Um, people need to really love your product. It's reported that you have a 2020 plan for the company. What is that, and how will you achieve the goal? 
Yeah, our, our vision is to realize 20% market share in the top 20 cities by the end of 2020. Um, we're already there in Washington, D.C. with 21% market share. We're there in uh, San Francisco and, and Silicon Valley. Um, we're there in, in a number of the markets we're in. So we just have to keep doing what we're doing, which is you know, focus on giving agents the best service and truly – and the, the real ambition is to build a company that improves agents' lives so much that they can't imagine living without it. And, you know, we're, we're not there. We'll probably never be there because we want to always get better and better and better. But if we can focus on our customer in a, in a world where there's never been a, 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 a company with a tremendous amount of resources, whether Goldman, Google, Chevron, General Electric, whatever company you, you can think of, there's never been a company like that that's looked at agents like a customer. Uh, and so that's, that's where we have to continue to focus and differentiate. If there's a real estate broker, let's say in Stewart, Florida, uh, working for a local firm, would he be able to sign on to Compass and work for them as comfortably and profitably as working for the local Stewart, Florida firm? Uh, yes, uh, she or he would definitely be able to uh, work uh, at Compass as easily and profitably as, as another firm. Um, there are some firms in this industry that are discount firms where they charge the agents nothing. So we're not that. But, they, but for you know, the premier firms, we, we always charge like a market rate. And so here they would, be, they would have, that same, um, they'd have that same profile. What's your vision for what more is possible in changing the real estate industry? And do you have plans to move on to other industries that need change? Look, we want to realize the greatest real estate dream of the last 25 years, which is one-stop shopping. Not just a place where consumers can come and search, but where Everything is in one platform, mortgage, title, insurance, escrow, inspectors, move-in services, everything in one place, creating harmony and simplicity in the real estate process. Uh, this is an industry full of friction and fragmentation. You want to bring things together uh, and create that simplicity for both the consumer and the agent. How does the overall economy look to you right now? You know, I think the economy is uh, stable. I don't see anything in the near term that's going to dramatically improve or create you know, um, significant trouble in, in the economy. And there's nothing that we're seeing through uh, you know, in, in real estate that creates any indication of that as well. You wrote a piece called Startups Need Leaders, Not Bosses. Could you explain what you mean and how does this guide you as a leader? I think the most talented people out there, which you obviously want to bring to your company and to do great things, you know, they, they don't want to be told what to do. Uh, I think, I think, you know, bosses just tell people what to do. I think leaders have to do three things. They have to ground the company in reality. They have to have a vision of where you want to go and then create a path to that vision. And then, you know, then allow people to, to make that all a reality. You said you filled your office with entrepreneurs. What do, you look, what do you look for, and how do you ascertain whether someone is entrepreneurial? And so we have a, a, a couple of entrepreneurship principles 
uh, first, they have to dream big. Uh, people, your, your ambition is to capture your potential, so you have to dream big. People that move fast, not people that are in a conference room and feel good after two hours of being on a whiteboard. People that actually want to, you know, make their um, their ideas a reality and move fast. And people that learn from reality, learn from others. And people that are solutions driven, that are collaborative, that ego, that obsess about opportunity. I think you obsess about what you love, and if you, and that's a good thing. So if you're not obsessing about your work, and you don't love it enough to be great at it, uh, people that maximize their strengths and focus not just on you know, trying to make weaknesses better, but really focus on their strengths and, and surround them with people that offset their weaknesses. And lastly, people that bounce back with passion. One of the great things about agents is they're the kinds of people that can, can have you know, significant challenges and still move forward. Think about the kind of person that can knock on 10 doors, get said no to every single one of them, and still move forward to the 11th. But those are the, the eight entrepreneurship principles of the company. You say that America needs you, an organization that you founded in 2009, has been able to achieve great things. What, what are some of the things that America needs you is all about? Yeah, you know, t- ten years ago, I started a, a nonprofit called uh, America Needs You. It's now in four different states, and and it serves students who are first in their family to go to college and below the poverty line. It gives them career development, college support, and two summer internships. Um, and you know, we we have ment- one-on-one mentorship with each one of them, and we meet every two to three weeks over the course of a two-year period. Eventually, you say that America Needs You could wade into policy to have a greater impact. Hmm. What would you want to advocate for? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, it's always been my dream. You know, I like to dream big. Is that the alumni of America Needs You, um, of the students and the mentors, can become an advocacy group. And you know, what, I, what I would love for them to be able to focus on us all together is on education. Education is the most important pathway to realizing potential in this country and, and beyond. And uh, I think there's a lot of areas for improvement. For millennials age 25 to 34, home ownership is 8% lower than baby boomers at that age. Is student debt still hanging over this market? Uh, yes, student debt is, is increasingly a problem. It's probably you know, one, of the, you know, one of the big bubbles that uh, will rear its ugly head in the decades to come. What are you seeing with this group? Well, me personally, you know, we're not seeing as much because, you know, the buyers of homes, you know, tend to be older. Um, but you know, just from what, you know, what I read about the, you know, the world around us, uh, it, it, you know, there, there, there may not be enough income post-college to cover the student debt that's realized in college as a country. Now, the Fed is about to act in terms of interest rates. Do you have any uh, hopes for what they do? Do you care about their next move? Absolutely. Hopefully they are flat to down. <laughs> That's always better for real estate. <laughs> right. All tech startups worry about a newer technology making their business obsolete overnight. Do you hope that your tech hub keeps you on the leading edge? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I believe a, a tech will keep us on the leading edge because it's, it's uniquely serving the agents. Um, and I believe whoever creates the most value for agents in this country um, will create the, the platform for real estate in this country. 
Now, Compass is launching a technology campus in Seattle, hiring a hundred engineers. What are those engineers going to be doing? What do you have planned? Yeah, so uh, we we're still evaluating you know, the right part of the platform for them to focus on, <laughs> but it may be transaction management and uh, the aftermarket. So those some of those products we talked about earlier, mortgage title insurance, escrow, moving service, going beyond just the transaction to to what happens afterwards. And you need a hundred engineers to do that work. You know, we already have over two hundred people on the product engineering team in the uh, in the company, and you know, we, we'd like to end the year with uh, around four hundred. Have you had any challenges that you didn't expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had a lot of challenges, unfortunately, that I didn't expect. Um, but I'd say, yeah, the one that I, I didn't fully appreciate um, is the importance of culture. Um, and yeah, I, I've obviously seen it in my uh, nonprofit life, um, where you know, I founded, uh, you know, American Media, ran 50 marathons, winning states, raising million dollars for nonprofits. And I've heard people talk about it in the companies I worked in before, uh, whether the King or Goldman Sachs, but culture really is everything. Um, yeah, and uh, it's something you can't put enough focus on as a company. He worked at McKinsey, Goldman Sachs, and as a fellow in the White House. He founded America Needs You, a nonprofit that provides career development and membership to first-generation college students. And in 2012, he co-founded real estate technology startup Compass, which was recently valued at $4.4 billion. Robert Revkin, thank you for joining us. By the way, if you have comments about the program or suggestions for topics, please email me at a closer look at Bloomberg.net. That's a closer look, one word, at Bloomberg.net. And follow me on Twitter at Arthur Levitt, one word. This is a closer look with Arthur Levitt. 